You're listening to the AfterBuzz TV Network. Now the largest new media platform on the web and your number one source for after-show entertainment. Very good, Buzz Studios in Los Angeles, California, presented by Maria Menunos and Bing.com, and streaming live thanks to Akamai Technologies. This is AfterBuzz TV's Rookie Blue After Show. We'll break down tonight's episode and get you all the latest news and gossip. And now, another post-game wrap-up show for your favorite TV show. It's AfterBuzz TV's Rookie Blue After Show. Okay. Okay. So I'm back to like 1988. I know. <laughs> Very like. Yeah. Who is this? I, I, I know, yeah. yeah. Well, anyway, bingus for doing, and we are doing uh, Ricky Blue here at Afterbus TV Season Four, Episode One, entitled "Surprises." I am your host, Bam Erickson, and I would like to introduce my panel of lovely ladies to my left. Hello, I'm Anita Four. Hi, everyone. I'm Marissa Serafini. And I'm Tiana Hobson. And so this is our first uh, After Buzz recap for uh, Ricky Blue. So we're really excited to uh, to do our after show. It's a very popular show, and it only airs in the summertime, which I think is really cool. So it just goes straight through summer, and it just goes through all the episodes. And then, um, so that's, that, yeah, I like it. So what did you guys think about the return? I liked it. It was mm-hmm. Full of action and a lot of surprises. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> it was a nice episode to come back to mm-hmm. to open season four. Yeah, definitely. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think season three ended with a lot of questions. Yeah, and mm-hmm. you know, just kind of ended like, oh, well, what's going to happen next? I like that they skipped ahead six months, mm-hmm. so we didn't have to kind of go through everything, but we just to see how people are adapting to new situations. Yeah, I can say that the ending made me a lot more happier than watching the beginning because I'm so used to the whodunits, the weekly whodunits. Mm -hmm. And Mm -hmm. so I felt it was a little slow because we were dealing more so with the task force and then all the other stories took a back seat, you know, between, um, between, um, you know, like, um, like Dove and and Shaw and some of the Mm -hmm. other characters who normally have a lot more. But I felt like they all kind of took a back seat because of this whole thing with McNally and the task force. And then finally toward the end, they all were able to kind of come together. But I I really, I was hoping to see more, but it was refreshing to just kind of to brush up on that because when we go into uh, episode two next week, it looks like they're going back to their whodunits. And um, I'm really excited for next week's episode. But... So. It, it show, it's funny because like they showed the trailer and like we were talking about in the room where it's like it's basically just showed us like the whole episode. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so it's like let's do two episodes tonight, you know. <laughs> but well, the thing with the weekly whodunits is like you get a glimpse, you know. There's a there's a robbery obviously for next week, but like there's a whole lot more to it, you know. Mm-hmm. And then plus now we're gonna dive into some of the characters and you know, this this new chick or this new lady. Uh, who's replacing Noel, who's on maternity leave. So it gives just a little bit of insight, but I think it's going to be a whole lot more. Oh, yeah, definitely. But now let's get into uh, the season opener. So there was a lot going on with the task force. So let's go into McNally and to Nick. So now we flash back and we go six months later. And so now... 
they're in this whole ordeal. What do you guys think about that? They were hot. <laughs> I'm sorry. That, but, um, at first, when, when we saw them flirting. <laughs> You're saying them as a couple were hot? Them as a couple. Uh, at first, you know, I thought it was just a front, you know, this mm-hmm. is just an act. They're undercover. Mm-hmm. But I was like, oh, you know, they're actually pretty cool together. Mm-hmm. I like them. Yeah, I think it shows more of the relationship. We got a glimpse into their relationship in season three when Mm -hmm. Nick was going through his drinking problem. Andy was the one covering for him. So you could see that they had a good friendship base and it Mm -hmm. was solid. And so seeing them get to work together and put on this front Mm -hmm. of Mm -hmm. being in a couple, um, I think after you do that for so long, maybe some real feelings start to blossom a little bit. I like the whole chemistry. I like the chemistry that they have together, like the two actors. But at the same time, I'm still kind of pulling for the whole Andy and Swarek type thing. <laughs> the relationship is a front between McNally and Nick. But is it more of a front on Nick's perspective? And McNally is the one who is... I don't know. Like, What, what do you think about... I don't feel like... I feel the relationship seems one-sided. I feel like Nick kind of takes it as a pretend, but McNally is kind of in it. At the end of the episode, you know, Mm -hmm. when they're in the truck and they're hiding out, and he had a line. What did he say? He said something about, oh, um, because she was still mad at him Mm -hmm. about pulling the trigger. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And he says, I don't like to go to bed angry. And then kind of grabbed her hand. Mm -hmm. And in that, it felt like it meant something more than just what it seemed like on the surface. Mm -hmm. That was kind of like a... Yeah. Because he slept on the couch the night before. Yeah. That was his turn in the bed. Or it wasn't his turn in the bed. But Mm -hmm. I don't know. It just felt like there was something more. And he meant something deeper with that one line. Yeah. Okay. Fair enough. (laughs) Okay. Were you, were you going to say something? Oh, no, I disagree. <laughs> okay. Now, let's go into, let's let's break, the, you guys want to just break down this whole task force about what yeah. happened? A lot happened. Yes, a lot, <laughs> a lot did. So, go, go ahead, you. Oh, okay. Um, I was just going to say, you know, they have this whole meth undercover thing that mm-hmm. they're trying to uncover. They're working with these guys who have this plan. I didn't really follow how they were delivering the magic trick mm-hmm. twist at the end. So if someone else wants to explain that, I think because- they were just trying to like get the like the task force like off off of them. So they were kind of like tricking them, yeah, like, making yeah, them yeah. think that the meth was you know with, with the, in with one the place, propane. yeah, yeah, with the, the propane, propane when it was actually still things, in yeah. a truck. Yeah. So they're kind of like trying to so like where were the trucks going to? To, to their so-called location yeah. oh, they all okay. dropped off. So it was, it was more like a decoy. It was like, okay, they were, it, was, it was as if they were thinking, I had two steps, thinking what, the, they, what they thought the cops would think. So okay. the way they were set up and how all of the, all of the, 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 the places, the, the restaurant, they all were having the deliveries from the helium tanks. And so what they did was they made a decoy. So within the tanks, they would think the cops would you know, automatically assume that. So then they would put... You know, I think there were jelly beans. Jelly beans. Yeah, Mm -hmm. they were jelly beans. They put those in there to decoy them and make them think it's there when it was actually somewhere else, which was in the trucks. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, that happened all so quick Mm -hmm. that I was like, wait a minute, I missed something. Mm -hmm. It's a diversion kind of deal. Yeah. 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 And then there was was the the guy who was pulled over. His name was... 
uh, Mr. Dent. Dent. Mr. Dent, who was who was pulled over by um, he was pulled over by Dove. Dove and Shaw. Dove and Shaw, and I thought his character was pretty funny too. I thought he was I thought he was funny. He was pulled over, and you know he's acting like he's this, this huge big shot, mm-hmm. and the car was rented. <laughs> uh, he, he he's a caterer. And so he's like a total poser, acting like he just had somewhere important to go. Then he bribed. His mistake was basically that he bribed the officer's money to let him go. Now, if he's a caterer, why did he have a big wad of money in his pocket? I have no clue. I was going to say that, too, because, Mm -hmm. I mean, they make... They make, you know, okay money, but not like, I mean, when you carry two grand if you're like a caterer. But again, he was actually part of the task task force. Right. So he might have just had money on him just to back him up if anything did come up. Mm -hmm. So he had money to just help him. And that's what I was thinking. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah, Just an emergency. Oh, it's probably like the drug money and stuff. But at the same time, when they showed him at first, we didn't know that he was a part Mm -hmm. of... You know, the drug deal. So then it's like at the same time, it gets me questioning, like, where did he get the money at? And then you see that he is a part of the. Mm-hmm. But that was good. I liked how they surprised us yeah. there and how he was actually part of the whole operation. Yeah, I, th- I thought so, too. That was a nice surprise. Mm-hmm. And it was a nice way to bring, you know, the division back into it because then it becomes about them trying to get their own home mm-hmm. or back, you know, to their lives instead of the drug for, or the task force who's only out to their only concern is finding these people and getting the drugs and stuff and not about finding Andy mm-hmm. and Nick. Yeah. So I liked how, you know, it was basically their own family, their division that brought them back home. Yeah. Yeah, exactly what you were going off of. Like the, with Andy and Nick, it became personal for the division. Mm-hmm. And then with the task force, it was just all business. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So that's why Division 15 had to step in and be like, oh no, we're taking over. Yeah, because I mean they get stuff done. Yeah, so yeah. and plus you know their own two officers were a part of it, and mm-hmm. they're like, oh no, we got to help them, their family. I agree. What was a little confusing to me was how the task force the, with McNally and Nick, how it was planted for them to for the whole setup with the whole thing that was a little confusing for me in the in, in the initial thing how the whole um setup when they broke into the house that was confusing to me yeah mm-hmm. like re- at the beginning at the, re- at, about, at right? the very beginning yeah. when when they're when McNally and Nick are in the house and then you could see from the you could see from from the, the the long shot where you could see them by the water and they were bringing stuff in and then they go and they do this whole they they do this whole break in and then once once uh, Nick was hit into the eye and then we break to the scene and then then how it was set up that I was confused about was that, am I the only one? No, I was kind of confused about that too. Mm-hmm. No, it just kind of was a, kind of like a like a little flash and like what just happened mm-hmm. type of thing. I think they were just trying to set up the fact that they're knee deep into this operation and uh, you know they're they're putting up these fronts and this uh, Steve McCowan, mm-hmm. even though he's part of the task force, he, he's also knee deep into this operation too. And it's just them showing the audience that they're really into this task force, and they're trying to take down this drug mm-hmm. operation. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, I, at that point, just wasn't really trusting their leader, the mm-hmm. the guy who came into, what right. was his name, Jacob Blackstone, I think we found out later. Mm-hmm. Um, I just, at that point, it made me not really trust him that much. 
it felt like he had an ulterior motive. And I, at first, I thought it was going to come out that he was working on both sides. Yeah. I almost yeah. thought that yeah. too. Yeah. I thought that too. I thought mm-hmm. he was double crossing them. Uh-huh. Yeah, but yeah. I mean, I guess when you think of a cop show, that's just my mind. <laughs> yeah. Oh, he's a double crosser. He's got to be double crosser. Your mind now. automatically goes to that <laughs> like right. scenario. Yeah. yeah. And I love how Andy, I mean, she's got the worst luck as a cop because she always ends up getting kidnapped or caught. <laughs> mm-hmm. Like, she just always ends up in those situations yeah. tied so. up somewhere. If I were a cop and that kept happening to me, I'd just retire. Yeah. <laughs> like, you know what, guys? It was good, but, like, this keeps happening to me. I got to get out of here. But you yeah. had to know that once Nick went off without her mm-hmm. and then mm-hmm. she was not able to find out where he was, you knew that she was going to, you know, go after him for that. You knew that. And then also, that's when, for me, I could really tell, like, okay, it's not on her, from her perspective, I didn't think that her feelings for Nick was Mm make-believe. Like, just some of the weight, some of the things that she was reacting and things, like, I could tell that she's really falling for Nick and that there's just not a facade between between the two. Yeah. You can definitely see that from Mm -hmm. her, even though I think she's thinking that Mm -hmm. she's still maybe got a thing for Sam Mm -hmm. that we saw. But at this point, I don't think that they both realize what's going on. Mm -hmm. And they haven't come to terms with Term, it yet, yeah. and it's not yeah. going to affect them until they're back working and mm-hmm. right, and when, to... the, and right and when the others uh, are involved. Mm-hmm. But once she once she got into once she got into the house and she was on the computer, why did she turn her back? Like she should have known that. Did you really think that you were going to get out of the house that easy when these were the same guys that just popped your <laughs> that just popped your 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 make believe boyfriend like? I didn't understand why did she turn her back. It's Andy. She's not the brightest person. <laughs> she lets her I mean, guard down. Yeah, quick. she's just not. I mean, it's something that I would have expected from her mm-hmm. from, like, the seasons and stuff. I'm, like, watching her from, like, season one to, like, see mm-hmm. now season four. And it's just, like, something that it's just that's what her character does. You know, so I didn't expect anything, like, less from her. Yeah, but because she's is, always in trouble. Yeah. Well, but the reason why she's always in trouble is because she acts first and then thinks later. Mm-hmm. And then that ends up biting her in the butt all the time. But she also acts you know, more on emotion. So she wears her heart on her sleeve. Right, so she and, does. She, yeah. and when people are emotional, you don't really think straight. Mm-hmm. That's a hard thing, too, though, being a cop. When you wear your heart on your sleeve, you kind of have to have like a little bit of more of a like a tougher exterior. Mm-hmm. I don't know, maybe that's yeah. just me. And she can be tough. We have seen that. Yeah, she's right. t- she, up, she, has she acts she on can, emotion yeah. and um, you know just emotion really first. Mm-hmm. And that kind of shows, like although they're in the fourth season of of rookie, Poo, obviously they're not rookies, but there's a lot of rookie tendencies that McNally still has mm-hmm. when you mm-hmm. compare her to some of the other characters, say like um, like Tracy Nash. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, her head is a little more on straight, and I don't know if it was because she had the training of, of her ex-fiance, who I was devastated when they killed him off oh last year. Oh, my gosh. I cried. Oh, bye, Jerry. <laughs> yeah. But she totally has those rookie-type abilities where she should have been on her guard just a little bit more, especially if you're already undercover and you can't really trust these guys. Yeah, and you don't know where they are. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Just because they're not there at that point doesn't mean that they're not going to come back home or anything like that. You got to right. have your story straight, mm-hmm. why you're mm-hmm. there snooping, why you are on the computer. And, mm-hmm. yeah, I think she just let her guard down a little bit. She got too focused on the computer screen. You know what's really interesting about computers? 
You guys can not only go on your computers, but you now you can guys you guys can go on all your mobile devices, whether if you have an Android or if you have, or if you have an Apple device like an iPhone, iPad. You guys can go to iTunes. You guys can download us for free. All the great episodes that we have here on AfterBuzz TV. You can download. You can rate. You can leave comments, and you guys can tell all your friends about AfterBuzz TV. And make sure that you go and download this uh, iTunes uh, podcast of Rookie Blue, along with all the other shows that we have here on AfterBuzz TV. So, yes, yeah. that's a great mm-hmm. comment. It's our first show. Yeah. I know, yeah. we're yeah. a new show, so, so show us lots of love. <laughs> mm-hmm. Okay, so anything else um, on the task force you guys want to discuss? Should Andy be so mad about him pulling that trigger? Because I kind of no. felt when he deci- when he kept telling her, "Look in my eyes, look in my eyes." Trust at that me. point, I and he was like, "Trust me." It's like mm-hmm. he's giving you a code. Like, yeah, yeah. And I thought that her tears were more for like dramatic effect, but then she was really upset <laughs> that he. I mean, I guess you should be, but don't you also have to trust your partner to know that the gun's not it, loaded and he wasn't going to blow you? It's yeah. funny because I think it goes back to what Bam was saying regarding her having her having feelings for him. Type of thing. Because, yeah. I mean, yeah. if somebody that I had feelings for would do that to me, I'd have been like, bitch, you know. <laughs> <laughs> and it would be it would be on. <laughs> you know, I mean, does and I think I think what he said was right. I mean, she does probably has feelings for him. And mm. he I, I think he does have feelings for her, but he just doesn't know it yet. Mm. My question is, um, they've been in, in this task force for a while and they've been police officers for four years now. Mm-hmm. Don't they know the difference between a loaded gun and one that's not like the weight difference okay shouldn't they know that stuff i was getting ready to say that and he even explained nick even explained mm-hmm. why the why the gun was unloaded but for me i'm 50 50 like he did say you know look at me look at me look at me that was mm-hmm. like a clue you know anytime mm-hmm. like you're uh when you're watching tvs and movies and when they're sh- gonna shoot the gun or something there's always something that kind of triggers the other person to know so i felt like she should have known that mcnally should have known that I got you. It's okay, but because she thinks, and she because she's emotional, and she and she thinks first. Um, I can see why she responded that way because mm-hmm. a gun is is at her head, yeah. and the fact that you can hear, you know, the fact that you can even hear the the the, the part click. of the click mm-hmm. that even as if even if I was a cop and not, you know I, I can't really say this but you know I'm thinking if I was a cop and I heard the gun if, if someone had a gun to my head even if even if, if Marissa if you said you know trust me trust me but you have the gun in my head mm-hmm. there's still uh, a thought in my head like oh my god I'm about to die and just the just a tidbit of the sound of a click it would probably freak me out just a little bit because. It's a gun. Mm-hmm. I don't know. So am I wrong for thinking how out of no, that? Cause, no. I agree. Yeah. If I was put in that state, I'd be emotional, too. And I'd be like, well, my life just flashed before my eyes, too. Yeah. So and I so I can't really judge on that because I fortunately I haven't been in that situation. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, I probably react the same way. Yeah. So I, I get why she responded that way. But I do think that she was a little extra. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Because, mm-hmm. like you said, if you have been a cop now for four years... Shouldn't you know the, the weight difference? Shouldn't you know certain things? And like, yes. and then I don't know. For even even when Nick, uh, even when Nick explains why he did, she it. should have known that the gun was not going to go off, and how something about the the side, the clicker, or mm-hmm. something like she was still kind of like upset. 
And she, it, for me, it felt like she was one of those girlfriends that is upset and she's going to continue to say what she has to say because she's upset and you're just going to have to deal with it. And I just I felt like he I felt like he he had justified his reason for why he did it. But she kept going at him. Yeah, she did. And yeah. That's that's kind of what I was getting at, too, because it just felt like, OK, yeah, you're upset because at first you don't really know what's happening. But then, you know, you realize what happened and that he actually bought you time and pretty much saved your life so that they mm-hmm. are saved both of their lives mm-hmm. it's like why are you still harboring on that one thing when there's like a bigger thing happening right mm-hmm. now yeah yeah and then we find out immediately after that she's like um six months is way too long i'm done with being undercover so mm-hmm. i think she's just at that point that was the last straw yeah, she's like, yeah. All right, i'm done yeah she was at the boiling point yeah. but what mm-hmm. was what was interesting is who was there when the truck opens, who was there to rescue her? Oh, oh yeah. Sam. As usual. Yeah, good old uh, Sam. And whose number she claimed she had forgotten. I know. Yeah. No. And <laughs> you're not, like, but you never forget yeah, that. Yeah, you never forget that. <laughs> I mean, number. I still, honestly, like, I still remember my ex-boyfriend from high school's phone number. I know. It's sad. <laughs> yeah. You just, it's, but it's something like you that's don't, in your exactly. mind when you, I mean, in the day and age when we had to actually remember people's phone numbers, uh, you yeah, know. And I was going to say that was probably <laughs> at the time where you dial the number. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know. Um. I remember when she did say, I remember when she said that, but sometimes we say things to our partners just out of anger. But of course she would, especially when she needs someone help. Mm-hmm. But her response when he answered the phone <laughs> was a little different. Yeah. I'm good. Or what yeah. was it? I'm good, thanks. He's like, I'm where good. are you? And she's like, oh, I'm doing great. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> So in, so now it makes me think. Okay, she did all this. She did all this. Um, this bickering with Nick, and now she sees Sam, and there was kind of a connection between the two, and she kind of walked off and she kind of went her way. She was kind of. It seemed like McNally was like really happy to see that it was him who rescued. But there, there to me didn't seem as if there were feelings at that point. It seems like her feelings didn't evolve until she realized that Sam moved on and now mm. he's with Cruz. Yeah, that he could have somebody yeah. else. Yeah, yeah. that's and for, not her. That's yeah. for me when it all of a sudden went from, oh, hi, you know, thank you. Thank you for, for saving me. It's so good to see you. Then, oh, <laughs> you're with her. Yeah. I mean, mm. it, for me, it was totally different. Yeah, I agree. But when Sam did open the the truck, you, you saw his face lit up for a split second. Yeah. He was generally happy and excited to see yeah. Andy. So I think there are some residual emotions there. He still has a thing for her. So, but yes, Cruz now in the picture. Andy, I think she's just that jealous ex girlfriend now. I don't know. I kind of feel like season finale last season. Sam confesses that. Um, he loves her. Right. And says, I will show you every day until you believe me. And then she goes off on the six-month trip. And she's very dismissive, can't say too. Any, yeah, can't say anything, you know, that she's leaving or anything. But if, as a girl, if someone says that to me, like, when I come back, I don't expect it that you right. waited for me. But you just said, like, you were going to spend, like, the next year of your life if you had to, proving to me how much you wanted to be with me. And then I come back and, like, 
you're gone. It's like clearly everyone knew that they went on this task force, so they couldn't say goodbye to people. So that's my only issue is that I kind of feel like there are still feelings there because I'm like, Sam, you just said that you're going to fight for her and then now you're with someone else. So I kind of feel like she has sort of a right to be jealous of that relationship. But that's just me. But then the last when we saw Sam confess his feelings to her at um, the finale, uh, Andy was kind of dismissive. She's like, yeah. no, we're like, we're done. We're over. We've been through this. So I think Andy's uh, like on the wrong saying now he she wants uh, Sam back just because Cruz is in the picture. Yeah, I think she's like she's the type of person where it's like if the guy's not after her, then she's kind of like, you know, like even when like the guy comes after her, they, mm-hmm. he just wants she just wants them to be like, oh, I want you. I want you. I want you. And then when they go and find somebody else, she's like, well, you know, what happened to me type of thing? I don't mean, I, I want to see her like go all fatal attraction. <laughs> <laughs> no, <laughs> that'd be nice to see. <laughs> Okay, I can see. Let's get the guys' perspective. I can, I can see both sides of Sam saying that he'll wait, he'll wait, he'll wait. But maybe at maybe he had a moment where he thought, okay, it's been six months, and she told me basically to to beat it. Mm-hmm. And when there's out of sight, out of mind, who's to say that Cruz didn't kind of pursue him? To where sometimes people, sometimes people can grow on you like a fungus, and maybe Cruz. <laughs> and I'm just Cruz. She seemed there was something about there was something about Cruz that I didn't like. She seemed very pushy. She seemed very uh-huh. like she was trying really too hard to fit in. Mm-hmm. So maybe their relationship. Maybe she's bossy. I I, I don't know. I don't know. We we haven't really figured out what her her character is, but maybe she just maybe she just grew on Sam, because what was really interesting was once Cruz saw that McNally was back, he she went Cruz went to Sam and was like, "Look, is there anything going on?" So you kind of have to wonder: Did she go after him for the sake of? taking him away from Sam or to, mm-hmm. to you know, to mm. get her to, I don't know, just kind of one of those things when a, when a girl asks those kind of questions because if you know for sure that you have your partner, there really is no room for, for questions or insecurity. And I think yeah. that also goes back to she's also kind of jealous now too because mm-hmm. obviously if she knows about Andy mm-hmm. and Sam's relationship, that obviously Sam's been talking about Andy. Mm-hmm. So yeah. I think maybe that was another reason why Cruz maybe have clung on to Sam even mm-hmm. more so now that Andy's was completely out of the picture. And now that she's back, now she's questioning their relationship now. Is this the first time we see Cruz? Mm-hmm. Yes. Yep. Okay, so we didn't. I don't. I can't right. remember. Yeah, she's completely new. Okay, so she just came out of like nowhere. Nowhere. Yeah, we don't know where she came from yet. Okay. But is did anyone get the sense that Cruz and Suarez's relationship was like known throughout? I caught it. I caught it. I caught that the like there there was tension or I something caught, between. I them. caught it uh, maybe a scene or two before it was revealed. Um, I caught a I caught a look between those two. I think it was right after McNally was uh, 
rescued or something. I can't remember when, but I put in my notes, I was like, okay, I put prediction, Sam and Cruz. And then Mm -hmm. the next scene, we see them interacting. So for me, I caught it. For me, I did. Yeah, because I mean, because um, Andy goes and talks to Tracy, you know, that's her bestie, and she mm-hmm. tells her exactly where to find Sam. Mm-hmm. So I just felt like in that moment, if if the rest of the department knew about it, wouldn't she have given her friend a heads up? Like, hey, you would yeah. think, yeah, you know, I know you're looking for him, but this is what's He's happening. That, yeah, that is a good question. So that leads me to think that maybe the two of them, because I mean, then they kissed. In the kitchen, is that yeah? They yeah, they were in the kitchen. They're in the so, kitchen. You know, but, they kissed where everyone could see it, but maybe. But then but again, maybe they thought that they were alone in alone, the kitchen. Yeah. And you know, Nash is she's kind of on the different. She's kind of on the different end. She's doing mm-hmm. detective work, so maybe she was busy the past six months and she didn't notice. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. Perhaps. I mean, has the relationship gone on for six months? I don't think so. We don't know if it's, yeah, we don't it, know. Right. that relationship so has been, been six months. Yeah, we, we don't, don't know how long it's been. Yeah, we don't know where she where she came from, to be honest. Right. I don't know. Hopefully we'll get more on her. I think yeah. so. I think so, too. But, again, there's just something about her. I see tension between Cruz and McNally. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. But I also think that because McNally just expected for Sam to be there waiting, she now that... Now that this investigation was over, she obviously like, likes Nick, but she's done with Nick because she figures now she can have Sam. She goes there. Sam is not available. Now I think she's going to go back to Nick, which is now going to cause problems because there's a tension. There's a whole thing between Gail and Nick. Mm-hmm. So I think that there's going to be a huge triangle going on between um, this um, the 15th Division. Me personally, I just that's what I think. I do too. Can we mention Gail's reunion with Nick though? <laughs> that was hilarious. Yes. Gail's my girl. Awesome. <laughs> she just clocks him. Yeah, she just punches him and she's like, you know, good to see. She's uh, she's interesting. She's very interesting to say the least, her character. You know, uh, at first, the first two seasons of Gail's, I didn't really like her. She was yeah. cold and whatnot. But mm-hmm. season three, I really started to, she grew on me. Yeah. And she was, mm-hmm. she started to warm up. And they mm-hmm. gave her more interesting storylines, especially in season three. So I really like Gail now. And uh, she, she definitely has become one of the more interesting kind of comic release mm-hmm. of the show. I think I like the, her, her and Nick's relationship. Like that they were engaged. And now that she does have feelings for him. Although I do still like her and don't shoot me, I still like her and Diaz together. I know. I like their interaction in the yeah. car. Yeah, they're kind of. I don't know. They just kind of like play off each other. I just like the whole chemistry. And speaking of Diaz, and so at the beginning of the episode, he was waiting to get his transfer papers. Right. Mm-hmm. And he was with his baby's mother. And someone said that they don't think that... That was me. Okay. I don't think that he's the baby daddy. I don't think so either. I don't think he is. I, yeah, because he didn't get a paternity test. I know they were talking about it, mm-hmm. and but there was a line in the finale where he's like, at this point, it doesn't matter it if doesn't I'm matter. the father or not, that like I have to take care of them. Wrong. So, yeah, yeah, yeah so we never not... got the true paternity test. Yeah. You always need to get that test. Yeah. Yeah. But at the end... At the end, um, um, Gail 
has the papers and she gives it to him and says that, you know, he didn't get the transfer. And then, of course, he gets that he reads the papers or actually a dove actually saw the paper read it and said basically he's been transferred. Do you guys think he's leaving? I don't think he's leaving. I don't, I don't think he is. I think it's going to be like a little circle. If he does leave, maybe we'll see him in the other division and then like he'll find out he's not the baby daddy, whatever, and he'll come back. I don't yeah. know. Yeah, I think that might yeah. happen. Yeah, he, he'll leave for a hot second mm-hmm. and then yeah. realize he made a mistake. His family's division 15. He'll come back. What did you guys think about what did you guys think about Dove's whole storyline cuz he hasn't um he hasn't gotten any. Is that what it, right? Yeah. I yeah, like Dove. I think Dove's hilarious. Yeah. <laughs> I always for some reason want to call him Ephraim from Everwood. Yes. <laughs> and it's not Ephraim, it's, it's not Dove. Ephraim. It's Dove. <laughs> Dove. Um but I I think it's funny and I think that he's he's getting to the point where he just may explode in <laughs> other <Yeah>. retrospective. <laughs> um that I just I think that he's getting to the point where he's kind of over it and he needs to find a girl. I always feel bad for Dove because I feel like for the first couple seasons he was like he was kind of a screw up, you know, he just yeah. was always around but you know, he tries so hard but just doesn't always get what he wants. Mm-hmm. So, I would like to see him have some sort of stable good relationship this season instead of the types of relationships we saw last season. Yeah. yeah. And, and yeah. he said he's he was celibate, but I think yeah, he he wants to be with someone now. Yeah, I, I'm hoping I'm hoping that his storyline kind of goes more. And then, what do you guys think about with Shaw, Oliver Shaw's character? I like Shaw. I do too. Yeah, and, yeah. And he mentioned his wife, so he's back with his wife. And so I'm hoping that we'll see. I'm sure at some point at this season we'll we'll see that kind of we'll see something with that. He also mentioned because Dove said, "Or oh, are you happy? You know, you're happy that you're back and stuff like that." And he said that, "Yeah, I'm really happy to be with my children." Mm-hmm. So he didn't really say that he was happy to be back with his wife. So that may That's be true. like another. That's mm-hmm. a good point. That may be like another like storyline there. I hope so because I talked to Matt Gordon. Um, he plays Shaw mm-hmm. on Twitter a lot, and he follows me, so we like DM and stuff like that. And oh, he's a good do tell, guy. do tell. Yeah. What do you <laughs> so DM about? Hopefully, hopefully, just about the show and stuff. So hopefully, you know, maybe he can call or come in. I don't know if he's ever in LA. I'll find out. I'm gonna think that he. I'm gonna hope that he is in LA because I've actually seen um, uh, Unika, who's uh, Tracy Nash. Right. I've mm-hmm. seen her a couple times at parties. Okay. And I and but it's normally around like spring or summertime mm-hmm. that I've seen her there because I'm sure the season's done because they shoot it. I'm sure yeah. they probably shot it earlier this year. Yeah. So I would think that they're done. So if you could, I think you should DM. I'm definitely gonna DM, DM him back yeah. and ask if he would be a guest on the show. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. <laughs> all right, so I, I think we've gone through all of the characters, and I think next week, I think next week they're going to dive more into the characters. But you know, for this one, there had to be more focus on McNally because she was away, and now that she's back and she's and she's away from um, going undercover, now I think we're going to go back to the whodunits, which we already di- uh, which mm-hmm. we already already discussed. So, you guys have anything else before we go into news uh, and gossip and predictions? No. I think we need to see more shirtless scenes with Nick. <laughs> <laughs> okay. 
Do we have oh, news great. and gossip? I have some. Ooh. Yeah. Um, so I was reading the HollywoodReporter.com, mm-hmm. and they did an interview with Tassie Cameron, who's the co-creator and EP on um, Rookie Blue. Mm-hmm. And um, she kind of teased a couple things. She teased that um, one of the main characters will disappear for an extended period period of time throughout the season, mm-hmm. but will be back. So I know we were talking about how maybe... Diaz Diaz. would take that transfer. Mm -hmm. So maybe it could be him. I don't know. Uh, And then some fun facts for everyone. Gregory Smith, who plays Dove, actually directed one episode last season. Um, So that kind of got his feet wet. And now he's going to be directing the first half of the two-part season finale he directed. So he's doing a lot of things. And also his brother, Doug Smith, who was in Big Love, is going to come on in a couple episodes, and he's described as playing like a very funny character later on in the season. So we've got a little family affair going on. Did they say yeah. if the two will interact, or will they play brothers, or what? They didn't say what exactly he'd be doing. They just teased that he's a funny character Okay. at this point. I have, well, I guess some trivia. Um, Tracy Nash's character, uh, played by uh, Unika Lukuma, I was watching Double Jeopardy with Ashley Judd and Tommy Lee Jones on Netflix probably like maybe a month ago, and she was in. Really? When uh, when Ashley Judd's character gets released and she goes into that house where she has to like you know come back between eight o'clock, mm-hmm. so she was one of she was one of the the young ladies. But I was thinking to myself. That was in 1999. She looks the same, so I'm kind of <laughs> wondering how old is she? How old is she? Because, I mean, gosh, that was not, double jeopardy. Was yeah. that was a long time ago? But she looks the same. Years ago. Wow, yeah, maybe was, she ages well. Yeah, that was 14 <laughs> years ago. So. Whatever her secrets are, can I know? Yeah. <laughs> so I was just kind of curious when I saw that. I was like, how old is she really? So, but yeah. Mm, interesting. Any other news mm. on gossip? Uh, Peter Mooney was actually on the season finale of Beauty and the Beast. Oh. So maybe we'll see him again in that show (laughs) in the fall. (laughs) Okay. Well, let's go into new uh, predictions. Sorry. And now, your After Buzz TV predictions. Okay, predictions. We've touched on it just a little bit, but let's all go around and give our predictions for, you know, next week or just in general for the characters. In general, let me see. My predictions, well, I have a lot, and I'm probably going to take, like, (laughs) yes, I'm probably going to take some of you guys' predictions. I apologize. I think that there's going to be a triangle, of course, between Sam and Andy and Cruz and then maybe... Nick and Gail and Andy. So I think that she's going to be back and forth. And, of course, Andy's not going to know what to do because it's Andy and she never knows what to do. Um, although I do love her character. Yeah. <laughs> she does get on my nerves sometimes. <laughs> um, I also, I don't know, like, I, I want to see Noelle back. And I know we're going to see her again mm-hmm. next week. Mm-hmm. And I like her and best character. And I like their whole interaction. And I also think that... Diaz is not the baby's father. (laughs) (laughs) All right. um, I think, yes, Andy has more feelings for Nick than she's letting on that we know as of right now. Yes, uh, Yes about the triangle. 
but I think we're also going to get maybe like flashbacks of what happened during the task force during those six months that mm-hmm. we didn't see yet. We'll, we'll see some flashbacks of their relationship, how their um, attraction to each other kind of grew in that sense. And I think maybe uh, we'll get like some PS, um, PST, post-traumatic PTSD. Yeah, yeah, PTSD. PTSD. That one. (laughs) (laughs) Um, That from Nick and Andy in their everyday current lives right now when they're back in this division and they're working. And I think this whole task force is going to affect their everyday job now that, like, there's so much happened that they're going to have a hard time getting over uh, this task force. Hmm, It's going to affect their work. Damn, I like that. Yeah. <laughs> I was just about to say that. <laughs> <laughs> right? Yeah. Um, my prediction was that um, for Andy and Nick, starting next week, coming back to the 15th division, that it's going to be kind of like the first day of school all over again mm-hmm. because they have missed out on six months of so many of their friends' lives and what's happening and the new relationships and new characters that are around that it'll be kind of difficult. And I think it's in that mm-hmm. moment that they will kind of come together and being like, oh, you know, we went through this thing together, so we're comfortable with each other and people like Gail aren't going to understand that and she's going to get real pissed because I love a good pissed off Gail. Yes. She's yeah. just yes. so feisty. Can you just, see like a cat fight? Oh my gosh. Between like oh, happening. Andy and Gail. I was like, yes. Yes, yes, come on. I'd be like, they were like popcorn, like bam. Who would like win that? <laughs> Who would Ooh. win that? My money's on Gail. Yeah, I was like, Gail oh, yeah. could take it. Yeah, she punched Nick. Come on. Yeah. yeah, she she has no fear. My predictions is I think it's not going to be a triangle. It's going to be an octagon. Yeah. <laughs> between between Nick, Gail, Cruz, Sam, and McNally. So I think that Gail is going to find out between but what happened between McNally and Nick, and Nick Gail is going to go back to her bitchy self. And she's not gonna like like she's not gonna like McNally, and then McNally is gonna be playing both Nick and Sam totally. She's gonna be on she's gonna be on Sam, um, and what's gonna be interesting is will will McNally and Sam be partners? So who's gonna be a partner? I wonder. But I and then I think Cruz is just gonna be eating it up like popcorn. I think she's gonna totally rub this in McNally's face. So I think that Gail is gonna is gonna dislike McNally, and then McNally's gonna like dislike Cruz, and then Cruz is not gonna like her back. So between the five of them, I think it's gonna be one big octagon where there's gonna be all kind of things going on. So like for instance, when we have this whole um, this whole robbery, you know, all of them are gonna be involved in some way. So it's like they're gonna be working together, but yet. There's going to be things and stuff like that. So when they're driving and stuff, it's just going to be really interesting. So I'm really excited to see that octagon. And then I definitely can't wait for Noel to come back and they get married. And so I'm kind of curious to see where that goes. And that's it for me. Yeah, I think they're going to yeah. partner mm-hmm. uh, Cruz and Andy together that one day. And that's mm-hmm. just going to be yeah. awkward tension. Yeah. That's a good time. I think that'd be great to partner mm-hmm. those two together. Yep. Yeah. And, and then I think we're going to see that. And then I think that. I think that Diaz would be the one that's going to leave and then mm-hmm. he'll come back. Yeah. Yeah. I think that's a, well, that seems like the easiest thing, that, but yeah. But, but maybe who knows? there's another twist. Maybe there's yeah. another task force out there yeah. that yeah. someone's going to disappear for. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but make sure that you guys don't disappear. Make sure you guys come back next Thursday to tune into 
AfterBuzz TV, Ricky Blue Season 4. I am your host, Bam Erickson. You can find me on Twitter at Bam Erickson, or you can also find me on uh, Twitter and Instagram at Big Six Entertainment. Please let everyone know where you could be found. And I'm Anique Dufour, and you can find me on Twitter and Instagram at JustAnique and my website, AniqueDufour.com. And you can follow me on Twitter and on Instagram at TV. You can follow me on Twitter and Instagram at TweetT22. And so we want to thank all you guys for watching. We'll see you guys next Thursday for AfterBuzz TV Wiki Blue Season 4. From Bing.com, executive producers Maria Menunos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire AfterBuzz TV staff, we would like to thank you for listening to the AfterBuzz TV network. To watch or listen to other after shows and post comments or questions, be sure to visit AfterBuzzTV.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of AfterBuzz TV. Buzz you later. The views expressed herein are those of the hosts only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals. 